Hey everyone, this is Mike DeMora coming to you live from Redondo Beach, California in the NCP Fitness Office. So, you know, I wanted to take a break from, you know, if you've noticed, we've gone from point A to point B to point C and taking you through the journey as a trainer, right? But I just had to stop a minute on that journey and I had to just really just get something out. So many of you don't know that I actually personally mentor a handful of trainers. You know, they pay me extraordinary amounts of money and I mentor them and take them through different steps on, on you know, using, on bringing them up to become the best trainers in their city, in their state, in the world, right? So anyway, with that said, one of my students came to me last week and I just wanted to share this with you because, boy, it really hit me hard. It hit me hard that I don't think people understand what work ethic is, right? Here's in a in a minimal statement, work ethic means you do the job you are hired for to the best of your ability and you give them more than what they even expect, right? So with that said, you can imagine how frustrating it was. Now, this student I love, he has been an amazing student and, and I really love the relationship and the mentorship and what have you that I've been giving him. But with this said, he was asked to be a manager at his local club. And when he looked at the compensation, right? He said, I don't see how anyone can work for $12 an hour. So I didn't take the job. And I stopped and I said, what do you mean? He says, well, how is a trainer gonna give his or her all if they're only making $12 an hour? So how am I going to be in charge of all these trainers that only make $12 an hour. And that hit me really, really hard because if you have that attitude, you will never be more than a $12 trainer. So let me try to explain this to you. When an individual sits you down, right, for your job interview and they say, here's the compensation. I don't care if it's $12 an hour or 12 cents an hour. If you accept that job, you do that job to the best of your ability. You give them more than what they've asked for. You go above and beyond. It's not about them. It's about you. It's about your character and what you have inside. It's never about anyone else. It's never about the money. It's never about anything but you doing your absolute best. Now look, if they're going to quote unquote, only give you $12 an hour. You have to show them that you're worth above and beyond $12 an hour. And let's face it, if you are a new trainer, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. So to pay you an exorbitant amount of money for you to make mistakes, that's a challenge. Take everything as a learning experience. If you're getting paid $12 an hour, you learn everything that you do right. You learn, how do you speak to people? How do you sell? How do you work on the floor? How do you get better as a personal trainer? And I will guarantee you, I will guarantee you it won't take long before the people in charge will say, hey, I love your work ethic. I love the way you come to work every day. How can I make you a manager? Then after you do well as a manager, you might say, oh, I only make $30,000. I only make $35,000 as a manager. 
that doesn't matter. If you accept the position for the amount they have given you, you accept the position, you do above and beyond. And you know what will happen? What will happen is you will be the best fitness manager anywhere around. And you know what's going to happen? They are then going to ask you, do you want to be a regional fitness manager? Do you want to be in charge of more than one club? Right? Because understand that a work ethic in today's world is unbelievably hard to find. I see people always judging, right? They see this crypto shit and all this money and all this, oh, look, I, I sell crypto. So now I can drive a Mercedes Benz or now I can whatever. Guys, look, look, if they can do that, God bless. And if you want to get into that, you get into it, right? But you don't accept the job and not do your best. You do the best you can do. And every single thing is a learning experience. And if, and if they held up their end of the bargain, if they say, I am going to pay you $12 an hour, you give them your most, you give them $50 an hour, you give them $100 an hour, you give them $1,000 an hour of work. And you set a timetable, you set a timetable. I'm going to work like this for X amount of time and I am going to make myself a parent in front of everyone. And when you have clients rolling out the gym waiting for you and you have a waiting list a mile long, people are going to see, they are going to see how different you are. I swear when I hear people, oh, they don't pay me enough to work harder. Well, guess what? Find another job then. But you have entered a contract, a social contract. You have told them, I will take this job. If you don't think they pay you enough, tell them, you don't pay me enough for this job. And you know what? They might tell you to go pound salt or they might say, okay, show me, show me that you're worth more and I'll give you a raise at this time. Look, when you sit for the interview, it's your chance to shine. It's your chance to find out. It's your chance to ask questions. When you get interviewed, you ask questions to them as well. What do you see my rise through this company? In one year, what are my opportunities? In three years, what are my opportunities? By the way, you're interviewing me, so I'm assuming that you're in a higher position. How long have you been with the company? What did you start when you were at the company? How long did it take you to get to where you are? By the way, may I ask you a pay salary range? May I ask you a pay range for your position? May I ask a pay range for the next position up? By the way, are the people in the higher positions, how did they get there? How long have they been with the company? I want you to know that when you're hiring me, you're hiring me now as this trainer, but I want to tell you that I have aspirations of becoming the CEO. I have aspirations of owning this company and I just wondered the steps that I could get there. And if you aren't the one to guide me there, is there somebody else that I can talk to? I am going to give you a thousand percent of my effort. I am going to be the greatest person you have ever hired at this position. And I just want to make sure that I'm putting myself into the right company. I want to make sure that I'm investing in the right place that is going to see what it is that I do and they are going to bring me through the reins, right? And then remember, if that doesn't work, you can always be a trainer for yourself.
right? You can always be your own, but don't cheat. Don't lie. Don't do less than you can. And don't say, oh, I'm going to take a trainer here and I'm going to steal clients or I'm going to take a trainer here and I'm going to just plain and simply, you know, I'm going to take people out of the club just so that I can train them under the table somewhere else. No, that's unacceptable. It's unethical and it's wrong. It's wrong. When a club hires you, when a company hires you, they hire you for a position. And yes, you are working. You are working for what? For their future. You are working for their dream. Every time you work for someone else, you are fulfilling someone else's dream. Every time you buy something, anything, you are fulfilling someone else's dream. What are your dreams? Are your dreams high enough? Are your dreams where you are going to be fulfilled? But either way, when you accept a position, you give 100%. You do the best you can. You set the standard for what that is. You go above and beyond the standard for what that is. And that is work ethic. That is what you need to do. And if you aren't willing to do that, I'm telling you, I don't want to hire you. No one should want to hire you. It is not about them. It is about you. It is a show of your character and what you are about. And that is what's missing. That is what's missing right now all over the place. When I see these people struggling and working so hard, that's the person that I, that's the person I want to walk out and just give them a hug and say, thank you. Thank you for living the American dream, giving all you can, giving all you can. And remember, you create, as I said earlier, you create your upward ascension, right? Set timetables and you do that. Just like when we were talking about what you should expect to make, right? Don't expect people to hand you things. You need to create your own future. You need to work as hard as you possibly can, right? But also work smart. Plot out what is your ascension. How long am I going to be training on the floor before what? Before now I get clients. How long am I going to be training with clients before I'm managing? How long am I going to manage before now I am a regional manager or a district manager? Now, how long am I going to be a district manager before I can jump to a VP status? How long can I be a VP status before I'm the president of the company, right? And if any of those answers you don't like, you find a different company but you need to put the effort in. It's like farming. It's like saying, oh boy, you know, God, if you just give me this great harvest, I'll work really hard next season. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You have to put in the work. You have to put in the dedication. You learn along the way. You will fail. Yes, I said it. You will fail and that's okay. Every failure is not a failure if it's a learning experience. You learn. The challenge is when you fail doing the same thing over and over again. Because remember, what is that? That's the definition of insanity. To do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. That is insanity. Every time you fail, you reflect. What could I have done differently? What should I have done differently? If I wanted a different result, 
what is it that I should have done to create a different result? What could I have done? Take personal responsibility. It's not everyone else's fault. It's your fault. It is your fault. And I know that's hard for you to accept. But even as a fault, that doesn't mean it's bad. Just say it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to change. If you present a personal training package and the person doesn't buy, it's not their fault. You didn't show enough value. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you'd have pulled out a piece of gold worth $1,000 and you say, I'll sell this to you for 100, every single person is going to buy it. Everyone, every single person, you have a 100% close rate, right? You need to present that piece of gold. You can't be sitting there saying, oh, I'm only making $13. I'm only making $12. I'm only making $10. I'm not really going to give them my best effort. That's bullshit. That's where you need to find a different profession and a different world because that is not okay. We need to create the best professionals in the planet. We need to create a work ethic that is unparalleled and unmatched and it doesn't matter what you get paid for. If you've accepted the position for the amount they say they're gonna get paid. Now it's different if they say, I'm gonna pay you $12 an hour and all of a sudden on your paycheck you get nine. Now you're allowed to be angry. But if they say they're gonna pay you 12 and they pay you 12 on your paycheck, you deserve to do your best. You owe it to them to do your best. All right, I'm gonna get off my soapbox. I'm sorry about that. But it just really, really hit me strong. It really hit me hard that these people don't understand the, the, the power of hard work. Now remember, it's not just about working hard. You know, people that work really, really hard don't necessarily become successful. It's about working hard with a plan, working hard with a vision. It's about reevaluating on a daily, hourly, minute basis. I just did this, they said no, huh? What could I have said for them to say yes? I did this and I couldn't get someone on my books. What could I have done to get someone else? And you know what? Jump on to the next person. Jump on to the next person. They say the best quarterbacks in the world are the ones who have the shortest memory because they could go out there and throw a terrible interception. Okay, and then they get the ball back and they forget that it even happened and they're throwing just like they did before the interception. That is the mark of a true champion. The mark of a winner is someone who can say, okay, I see what I did. I acknowledge it. I take responsibility for it. I see what I could do better and I change it. And I change it and I do it differently. And that is the difference. That will create a winning atmosphere. That is what's going to create a meteoric rise to the top. Remember, the people at the top aren't ones who didn't fail. They failed the most, but they learned from every failure. They learned every time. They didn't treat it as a failure. They treated it as a learning experience. If you could take one thing from me, that would be it. Everything you do in life is a learning experience, okay? We wanna stop repeating the same thing over and over again. We take an experience, we say, okay, great, what could I have changed and change it slightly? 
And when you change it slightly, does it have a different, does it have a different ending? And if it does, now you know to stay with. And then the key is what? Multiplication, duplication, automation. Do it over and over and over again and you will become the best at whatever it is. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You'll become the best at what it is. All right, that's enough. Have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. Take care. God bless.